The Gym Channel Podcast, bringing you the big picture on geoscientific information management through interviews and discussions. Welcome to our first episode in a new season for The Gym Channel. The Digital Discovery Series follows on from our three-part webinar series launched last year and will feature guest speakers from the natural resources industry with an interest and focus on digital technologies and geoscientific information management. If you're enjoying our podcast series, please leave some feedback through your podcast player or on Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear from our community. Featured in this episode is guest speaker Bridget Henderson-Hall, founder and principal consultant of Matrix Data. With over 17 years' experience in the resources sector across a range of roles including policy and advocacy, geotechnical engineering, business intelligence and information management, and degree qualified in chemical engineering, geology, and mining geomechanics. Bridget draws on her diverse experience and skill set to solve complex business and technical problems and develop strategic forward-thinking solutions. Bridget is joined by Stephen Alpers from Acquire and discusses how businesses can get AI ready. Hi, my name's Stephen Alpers and we're doing a podcast today with our special guest, Bridget Henderson-Hall. Uh, just a bit about me. I've been at Acquire for 15 years and I've known Bridget for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bridget, could you please give us a quick rundown of, uh, of, of yourself and how we've come to meet each other? Sure. Thanks, Stephen. Great to be here with you today. Um, so, yeah, my, look, my story, I'm originally from Melbourne and uh, was studying chemical engineering and geology. And I really wanted to bring those two together, but every time um, I looked for that, people asked me which one I wanted to pick. Um, interestingly enough, I, I then went to a presentation where I discovered geotechnical engineering. And I don't know if you've ever seen it, but um, rock squeezing through mesh underground is pretty amazing, and yeah. I was I was fairly hooked. Cool. Um, so then I my career progressed in the mining industry and. Uh, I subsequently ended up getting hooked on on data, yep. and that's you know part of that was coming to work with uh, Acquire's Gym Suite technology. It would have been about ten years ago, um, and that's how I got to know you, Stephen. Yep, I think it was about ten years ago, and since then we've been talking more about the Nova Network partnership and so on. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so it was would have been. What about three, four years ago? Yep. Um, I was working through all my gym suite training accreditations, uh, and then it was it was then that I actually started thinking about starting my own business. Uh, and then early 2020, I uh, founded Matrix Data and became a Nova Network partner. Uh, and it was all just as COVID was coming into play. Um, but I've been happily very busy ever since working with customers around around the globe. And the main focus of what I do and what Matrix Data does is actually work with businesses and companies to get them AI ready. We've been talking a little bit offline and you actually told me quite an interesting story about something that you did early in your career. I was wondering if you could please relay that story to us now. Uh, Yeah, sure. Thanks for that, Stephen. So, yeah, it was quite early in my my career, 2005. I was working at an underground epithermal gold mine in Queensland. And we want to, we're looking at doing some structural modelling. And when we looked at the data, we realised that we just didn't have the data that we needed to, to do the modelling that we wanted to do. So we actually took a step back and really designed out 
um, and re- revised all of the logging and data collection processes to get the data that we needed, uh, and we and we implemented implemented that. Uh, a few months later, we were actually mining that that stope, and it was just after a blast that there was a failure on one of the structures. Yeah, it was all pretty pretty safe because it was you know closed off post blast, uh, and it was a really cool wavy wavy graphitic structure. Um, the the even more cool thing was that when we had a CMS uh, survey scan of of the failure surface, and we compared it to the new data, it was so closely matching. It would have been it was almost millimeters um, in the matching. So I think that was really the start. I think of of me understanding, you know, how how much value you can get from coming back and looking at your data right at the start. Um, from a strategic and, and design approach. Uh, and, it, yeah, it really was the start of my journey well, with data. What I talk about a lot at Acquire is about people, process, and technology. And I'm also talking a lot about uh, collaboration, change management, and data governance. And you and I have been talking earlier about systematic design, and I'd really like it if you could please talk a bit more about that as well. Yeah, thanks. And I, I think, you know, that systematic design piece really ties in well with with looking at people process technology um, because it is really working out and understanding what it is that you're trying to achieve with, with the data and it's coming right back to that capture process and saying what is the data that we need to, to collect, how are we going to use it. Um, and, you know, it can be challenging sometimes because there's a lot of data that we can collect that we might not always know that it's going to be useful in the future. Uh, and I think, you know, coming back to your point on collaboration, um, that's one of the areas where, where you know, having that engagement with all of the stakeholders to come. So, you know, people in exploration will typically look at data to define the next ore body but, you know, how much do we really look at the end game of mining and processing even back at that early exploration stage? So, Bridget, can you take us right to the beginning of this? What is AI? Well, it's funny that you say that, actually, Stephen, because it's it's one of those things, actually, when I do talk to, to companies who are very keen to get AI ready, is that AI is a, a really bit of a catch-all all term. I mean, if we if we take it right back to its essence, it's using technology to simulate human intelligence. Yeah. When we use that in practice, uh, I guess it, it can range from, you know, people can take it to mean automating processes. It can be using um, machine learning to, to classify things, uh, such as recognising patterns, uh, to define different mineralization types, yeah. um, you know, all the way through to, to applications like predictive maintenance and really starting to bring in, you know, maybe less of the more traditional sort of data science statistical models, but moving on to, to more the deep learning and the neural networks, which is where you have those self, self-learning models. The other... The other part that you talk about a lot in your business at Matrix is about being AI ready. And I was wondering if you could expand on that component. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, a lot of companies are really are really interested to be able to um, implement AI in their businesses. And 
I've, it's interesting because I've talked to a number of AI companies actually who who have said to me, Bridget, we talk to these companies and and what they they actually find is that they can't help them because they're not ready yet. Uh, so it might be that they're still capturing uh, data on paper quite manually. Uh, they've got spreadsheets everywhere. Um, they're not they're not really set up to to take advantage of that. So that's what you know my focus is with with Matrix Data is to really um, talk to to businesses and and help them go on that journey uh, to become AI ready. So why should companies be looking to become AI ready? What what what's happening in the mining industry now that makes companies want to be ready for this? I think people are, people are excited by the the possibilities, and um, you know I think there's applications for for this that we haven't even even thought of yet, and it makes me remember actually when I was back in 2008 and I was on a remote mine site and it was when I discovered uh, predictive analytics uh, and it was really quite a revelation actually. And, you know, that that really got me thinking about um, even at that early stage when data science wasn't even really a thing um, at that stage um, was, was even about starting to build models of um, a mining operation, being able to simulate a blast um, using the monitoring data to actually move to a predictive space. And I guess that's kind of what we would refer to now as a digital twin. Right. So what you're saying is that if we have the geoscience information in a good place, you can do a virtual blast and you can do virtual mining? Exactly. That's that's um, that's certainly one of the possibilities. And, you know, a lot of some people are moving into that space and starting to do some of that simulation and modeling work now. Um, I certainly think that it will become more and more common practice, uh, you know, over the coming years. What are the impacts of that? What's the impact of being able to do a virtual blast? And I'm assuming you can do a virtual blast once or twice or 10 or as many times as you want. What's the impact of that? Well, if we think, if we think, um, you know, back, it comes back to that planning and, and proactive kind of approach. So, you know, you if you have a good model and, and look, you know, we need to understand that these are still models, but, you know, in the mining industry and in resources, we're, we're quite used to working with, with models. Um, a blast, a bad blast could cost you millions and millions of dollars. Yep. So spending that extra time right. to get your simulation and optimise that, that blast, for example, yep. um, has the potential to, to save millions of dollars. Right, right. What are the first steps that a company should take to get itself to be AI ready? What do you recommend a company should do? The first thing to recognise is that the importance of data and taking that seriously. Um, and you mentioned the word data governance earlier. So I'd like to just expand on that because data governance is not just about audits and quality, but it's actually about the people and the processes and the technologies, all those different aspects that go into managing and really making the data in good shape. The second step is 
really around process mapping, mapping out all the data flows and um, and the architecture as well and the systems. And that's where you would engage someone like me who really enjoys doing all of that stuff. Right. Um, I guess on that, it's a lot of people feel a bit overwhelmed by by those processes, but it's it's not difficult. Um, I guess it's you know for me it's my my passion, uh, right. so it's easy for me. Right. So step three is really when you start to look to move forward, and and that's where you can take all the information that you that you have now from all that process mapping. And really take advantage of some of those low-hanging fruit where where you have different teams interacting, um, breaking down those silos. So what I'd like to do is bring this back to the conversation around acquire and geoscience information management. What role does the geology database play in this? So I think you know we've we've talked about about this quite a lot before mm-hmm. um Stephen so I think you know really the the data and the geoscience information management the database is the foundation to to pretty much everything that we do and if if there's one thing that I would do as a resource business it would be to get my data and information management in good shape you know we often bandy about the the phrase of garbage in garbage out but I think we really you know Putting our money where our mouth is and actually getting our data in good shape is is really that first step in um, becoming AI ready. Bridget, as a as a final question, I'm interested to know your thoughts on where this is going in the future. And in terms of digital roadmaps, what do you think the mine of the future is going to look like? So I think, um, you know, increasingly, you know, we touched on it a bit before, but the importance of, of data is, is you know, such a fundamental change. Um, it really is everything and it, and it drives and will increasingly drive everything. But I think, you know, rather than go into sort of futuristic visions of technology, I think if we come back to the fundamentals, it's the mind of the future is really highly productive um, you know, increasingly cost efficient and and even, you know, with more and more improvements in safety and risk management. And I think that really comes back to what we were talking about, you know, putting that effort in up front to get your data in good shape, um, to actually design um and be more proactive in our in our approaches. And we have the technology now to do that. So it's that um overall sustaining costs reduce, smarter mining, you know, increased use of sensors, uh, the cloud, um, even edge computing, um, you know, so much is possible. It's such an interesting topic. Thanks, Bridget, so much. Very good to have had you in the office for our podcast today. Always fantastic to talk to you, Stephen. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Acquire's podcast, The Gym Channel. Find us at acquire.com.au.